Hey, Michael. Hey, Morgan. As you may be aware, today is New Year's Eve. Today is? Today is New Year's Eve. Okay. Which is bringing us not only to the closing of a year, but the closing of a decade. And a millennium. That is not accurate. <laughs> okay. I wanted to do a little bit in this cold open about the worst shows of the last decade. Mm-hmm. Or something about New Year's resolutions for sure. sitcom characters. That would be in line. But I got distracted. Okay. With what? Or by whom? I got distracted by a television show uh, entry on the Wikipedia. Are you familiar? Wikipedia? Mm -hmm. Never heard of it. I don't use it for reference on this show. There was a show in 1968 that ran from September 26 until January 30 of 1969. Nice. Nice. Um, That starred in part uh, Gary Marshall, but I... I am. I. It's called the ugliest girl in town. Are you familiar? Yeah, that's on our list. That was actually recommended to us by uh, Paul Jomo from uh, Varmint's podcast. That's all I've got for this. <laughs> it's quite horrifying. Are you reading about it? I am. Well, now, now it's going to be tough to do it on the show because you you read all about it. You read all the news, the hard hitting, brand new, fresh off the presses news for this 1968 TV show. Why did you even come across that? That's not of the decade. No, but the, you know, sometimes the internet gets stupid. It was a moment where the internet was getting stupid. Mm. I don't know what's going on with Sergey and Larry, but Google needs to do better. So in summary, as we are looking on embarking a new decade, I will leave the listeners with this. Google needs to do better. <laughs> we can't do our job if you don't do yours, Google. Start the show. Oh boy, Morgan, we're back. It's the very last episode of the entire year. It's been a heck of a year. It's been a hell of a year. It's been a fuck of a year. It has been a year. That is something no one can deny. What the fuck happened this past year? I don't know. I feel like... We made a podcast. We made probably... I think we only did like 30 episodes this year. Yeah, that's your fault. Um, I feel <laughs> like a sumo wrestler has just repeatedly knocked me down over the last 364 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, has that happened? I think so. First of all, you need to stop letting the sumo wrestler into the pod loft. Um, well, he's asked very you, cordial and very friendly. Well, to you, but to me, he keeps knocking me down. Well, I don't. I guess you should just be nicer to him. That's um, all I have to baby say. Baby New Year is knocking on the door. <laughs> where, where are we even going with any of this? Hello, and <laughs> welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. My name is Morgan. And oh, who, look who's there. It's Baby New Year. Come into the, the studio, Baby New Year. Oh, there he is, waddling in like a little child, man-child man. Oh, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's that baby, baby from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Can I smoke in here? Of course. Of course. It's always, it's, it's uh, not only uh, welcomed, it's uh, encouraged. Four stogies at a time, great. <laughs> Are you the, it's me, are you the baby agent from Friends? Are you Joey's agent? 
think what we're gonna do as we're starting this new year that i'm clearly very excited about i know I'm the enthusiasm ecstatic. is infectious this episode has just been a ball of fire so much energy um i think what we should do is probably what we always do and that is watch a tv show oh and a good one one that's been on for a while i hear that big little lies is doing well (laughs) Mm -hmm. should we We, watch that we probably shouldn't watch that because it's supposed to be very good okay um um, and it's been on for more than one season that west wing we've heard so much about (laughs) i mean if we were doing good reception we could but i've already chosen something and it is not a good reception although we almost certainly should do a good reception next week or next episode so look forward to that um is it that hit show smash the guessing just randomly just until you get it show was called smash Mm mm-hmm there was a show called Smash. It was about like singing. The Broadway like a, yeah. musical one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there was. Um, uh, I think there's more than one season of that. So. Oh. It was a smash hit. What about MASH? Can we do MASH? Mm, I think it was on for like 18 years. Um, so probably not. What's his face was in it. Uh-huh. Uh, he was really good on 30 Rock. That's mm-hmm. the only other show he's Alec known Baldwin. for. Alan Elda. Uh, let's narrow the focus. If you want to play the guessing game. Can we do Friends? Who's watched (laughs) Friends? Focus. We're six minutes in the episode. We haven't even said what we're doing yet. Michael, what are we doing? Quit stalling. All right. We're going to do a cartoon. (gasps) A cartoon? I actually have two different cartoons lined up. Uh, (laughs) Are these cartoon sound effects? These are cartoons. Oh, cartoons. Um, this is an animated. What you just did was <laughs> the Roadrunner, which is a Warner Brothers property, and they will come after you because they need the. It's money. an animated series, uh, each of which Batman. is based on a unlikely source of movie. One is based on a violent action film, and one is based on a high concept oh, are we sci-fi. Right now, a high concept sci-fi. Uh, movie that neither of which seem appropriate for children. One for content, and one for just why would you want to market that towards kids? Um, so what are you feeling? Do you feel you want to do an '80s action thing, or do you want to do a 2000s sci-fi thing? Let's do 2000s sci-fi. All right, this is the cartoon children's animated adaptation of Blade Runner, Stargate. Oh. It's called Stargate Infinity, and the creators of Stargate would like everyone to know that it is not canonical and does not count as part of Stargate in any fashion. So they really gave their blessing and embraced this new property. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, the film Stargate is, uh, you know, it's liked by people but not loved. I think it had a 7.1 on IMDb. The, however, the Stargate SG-1 television series, much beloved. I was going to say that. That was definitely long running series 8.4 on imdb i think there's other stargate spinoffs it's a popular uh thing that i have absolutely no idea what it's about it was very much a Susie's favorite thing your mom my mom my mom loves you might, stargate you might have SG-1. to be more specific as to who you're Have talking we not about. introduced Susie to this program 
We'll get into Susie. Uh, this is just going to take years to unfold to get into the mystery of Susie. <laughs> we'll, we'll unveil small snippets every episode for the next thousand episodes. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you another one since I thought we had already planted this seed. Okay. Susie loves nothing more in this world, more than me, her only child. Um, where was I going with this? Something she loves. Oh, she Stargate. loves Vin Diesel more than anything in this world. And it makes no sense to me. There you go. There's the nugget for this week. You're welcome. Happy New Year, everybody. So, Morgan, are you familiar with the original motion picture film, Stargate, starring one James Spader and, of course, the handsomest man alive, Kurt Russell? I guess not. Okay. So, what? That's great. Now you have, so you have even less reference point. Well, for me. I th- I'm familiar with the show. Kind of. Of SG-1. Of SG-1. I've, I've definitely seen episodes, but it's definitely one of those things where I've watched it, and now ask me how much I've retained of what I've Morgan, seen. Morgan, how much have you retained of what you've seen? Not very much. I know that there is a Stargate. Yeah, I would guess. <laughs> that is guarded by some sort of government um, Body? group. Okay. Of people. I so assume some sort of secretive government group. And there is traveling through the Stargate between worlds and times? Yes. Okay. I, I think it's like sliders, except it's exactly like sliders. Okay. <laughs> but no Jerry O'Connell. No Jerry O'Connell. Yes, it's like sliders, except with less humor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was going to say no humor, but I know those SG-1 heads are going to come after Who? me is the guy his name's harry henry i don't know anything no, about what's this show the main guy's name i don't know henry rollins henry rollins is the main character on sg1 uh that would make it so fucking cool no what's his name i don't know we're not even doing that i show. do need to know <laughs> oh my gosh okay it's, hang on people are going to be screaming at harry Dean henry stanton it is not he was already he would be slubbing it up on um big love he was already on Alien, and he could only do one sci-fi movie. Day. Oh boy! I don't know. Michael's it's not. It's not giving me a link to Stargate SG One. Who cares? Long time. Do you really want me to look up this guy? No, Hang on. it's Hang on. fine. So they're sliding between worlds. Hang on. Now I have to look it up. But I don't think do they go anywhere? Just people come to them, right? Which seems like a cheap way to make a television show because all you got to do is prosthetics at that point because it's like alien creatures and shit, right? Well, that is n- not what happens in the movie. I'm pretty sure in the TV show, it's like different. They just like open a gate and then people come in. Yeah, maybe. Hang on. Let's. Oh, I got to resolve because now, now you told me I have to find it. And for some reason, the main actor's name is not on here. I can't find it. Richard Dean Anderson. Richard Dean Anderson. So not Harry. He but it was, was almost Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. It's pretty close. Richard Dean Anderson. He was somebody on another show. <laughs> oh my God. It's MacGyver, right? Uh, it's MacGyver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think this was also a Sonia favorite. <laughs> okay. Now, Sonia would be my aunt. And she loves nothing more in this world than... Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> I already Dean Anderson. forgot what his MacGyver name is. with his sweet mop top. We'll have to do MacGyver something. Michael. Too. We haven't can even started you talking talk about, about show, this show. Please. Okay. Stargate Infinity. It came out in the year of two thousand the year of our Lord, two thousand two. And where were you at this point, Michael? Uh, in two thousand two. Were you living in Morocco? Depends on when the first episode aired, which I'm 
frantically trying to find in the Wikipedia here, the previously mentioned Wikipedia. I just found it. I just oh, yeah. heard about this website. If you guys haven't checked out Wikipedia, <laughs> I mean, go go give them a hit. I don't think they're getting a lot of traffic. Um, if you could maybe just like share it with your friends, your family, uh, we're in the taint of the holiday season. So, you know, just maybe do a chain email with this Wikipedia blast. Michael, what, okay, what is this, so this cartoon about? It was broadcast from at some part, at some point of 2002 to 2003. It was on Fox Kids. It was promoted as part of their Saturday morning lineup, um, it aired until June 2003. And there were only 12 episodes. So I have to imagine this came out at the very very end of 2002 to make it stretch that far um this would be my sophomore year of high school this would have been my freshman year of college had i actually attended uh so my first year out of high school um so i wasn't watching a whole lot of cartoons except for you know home movies on adult swim because that show was great um but whole movies whole movies whole movies starring brennan small um so let's get in and uh, H. John Benjamin. H. John Benjamin. Michael, can we get into it? Let's get into it. What is this show going to be? We already talked about like for 15 minutes about different shit that's not this television. So what what is Stargate Infinity and what does it mean to you? I mean, it's going to be, I think, I think it's going to be more like sliders. So instead of what I know for sure. Has These are to be tiny the hamburgers show. you're talking about, right? Those very small hamburgers. And it's White Castle, Harold and Kumar are there, and shenanigans ensue with some THC. I think it's going to be more like Sliders, where it's going to be a ragtag group of young, probably, people, because that's what we do in these types of shows. And they're giving given assignments mm-hmm. to go and slide into other worlds for certain reasons reasons they've got their reasons um they've got what are they they've got a beginning middle and end and i'm sure there are different individualistic characters that we will be just so connected to and rooting for. of course um michael what is this television show so oh and there's an alien that we all love right two main characters one's an alien one's a regular guy they're best buds they used to be in a flashback we see that they used to be enemies when they were when they first met each other because they didn't they were from two different worlds and they didn't understand each other's viewpoints and for some reason they both speak english and then they worked through it and after having an arm wrestling contest in which they had a stalemate after 10 hours standing why, why is this like perfect strangers? And one of them is from an un, unknown country, a made-up country, and he has a ridiculous accent. Meep, what is it called? Uh, Meepos. Meepos. Uh, and... So Balky is an alien, is what you're saying, Michael, which is really is. racist. He's from another country. He is oh, an alien. That's fair. I didn't say anything about Perfect Strangers. You just randomly started singing the theme song. So you're positing that there is the two lead characters. One is a human life form and one is an alien life form. Correct. It's like that movie Enemy Mine that I've never seen starring (laughs) Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. um, Where they're trapped on a planet and they have to learn to to love each other or is it from my favorite television show that's ever been made that was also a movie 
where it's an alien form and human forms having to work together called alienation. (laughs) Spoilers for X-Files, Mulder's an alien. Spoiler, there was a movie first. (laughs) And then the television show. A lot of people don't remember that first X-Files movie, the one before the TV show came out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It was really good. It was really good. It was a a different Scully, though. That's why people don't like it that much. Oversized suits on both men and women michael yes so what give me some a very specific thing in this episode actually can you give me the name of your favorite character that we're going to be witnessing on screen and on stage uh mm-hmm. uh, my favorite character on stargate of yeah. course okay. is scrooge and he hates christmas <laughs> no they call him i mean this is obviously they all go by their nicknames his name is miles Malderson and and they call him Scrooge. They call him Scrooge because um, he's always grumpy. He hates Christmas and especially he loves DuckTales. But for um, to not and he's Scottish. Not to not be scooed, scooed, and he loves to write scoogers. (laughs) To not be sued by both the Dickensian and Disney properties. It is S. C R E W D apostrophe D Scrooged. But it does get them around a lot of legal loopholes. So, yeah, that's my favorite character. And a very specific thing in this episode, Michael. Quickly, you didn't even get to hear what his special skill is. Oh, I didn't ask for it. So, thank you for giving me this bonus content. His special skill. Is driving giant drills like into like the a middle drill of machine. the earth? Yeah. Well, not always. It can go anywhere. A drill can. So that giant drill can go through the Stargate. Is what you're telling me? No. It's like you take it through the Stargate if you need drilling done there. Oh, because they're also oil workers. This is like Armageddon. Oh, it's exactly Actually, like Armageddon. That I would buy that if it was like a '90s cartoon where they're like. Hey, got hey kids, the adults are really fucking up here. We need to get more messages of environmentalism out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is then is Scrooge the bad guy? Is Miles Scrooge in quotation marks Malderson? Bad is in the eye of the beholder. So mm. for us, mm. deep, we see that he is bringing back that good, good black goo <laughs> uh-huh. Love to our that planet because we're drained of our resources. So we need it. Oh. So oh. it's he's a hero here, but maybe, maybe to the we're other learning. alien planets, he's Through not. Long storm for <laughs> long, long storm for me. <laughs> long form story mm-hmm. we find that over the course of time they're depleting other planets and they're dying and then you know scrooge has to come around just like ebenezer in the classic christmas tale he learns that everyone should have oil and they shouldn't be stealing it from other planets and tiny tim is he can walk again and that young sick children are just bummers but it's okay if they if they don't die or Thank you for asking. Yes, my favorite Something character. Very specific. Oh, your favorite character and why and their favorite skill go. There's a saucy main lady named Mal. Mm-hmm. Short just, for Mallory, and I assume she's going to have like Firefly. She's going to Firefly have stole from this red hair. Okay, short red hair. 
and she she's not taking shit from nobody and she actually cusses on the cartoon but they have to bleep her out but she's she's like a firecracker this was edgy that's why i got canceled um her special skill is that she has the innate ability to speak all alien languages all of them all of them every time they slide it just immediately like pops into Uh her brain that's why they that's why she's got employment in this tough tough time like unemployment is like dire this is a uh uh, what's it called dystopian future i don't know what was it like during the bush era we were getting those checks was that because we had really high unemployment i don't remember remember that guys remember when bush was just sending us checks I mean, that part was cool. Yeah. Didn't make up for the rest of it, though. <laughs> anyway, that's her thing. They, it came in just an envelope with a sad face that said, sorry, guys. <laughs> Strategery. St- sorry, guys. GW. Hey, Pappy. Okay. What um, is your favorite? What's her? F- you said her skill. She you said why. All, yeah. Yeah. We did it. But very specific thing this episode. Oh, boy. We're doing a lot of things. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. We're not breaking format now. It's 2019, bit. Go ahead. Um. Oh God, I don't even have one. <laughs> Why are you making me do this? <laughs> um. We're gonna say that they're oh, they're gonna go to the planet, and one of her other people, one of her team, is wearing a really ridiculous outfit that day because they got called into work last minute. But when they show up on the planet, all of the aliens are dressed up just like that one person in their silly, silly outfit. So. Oh. Boy. They blend in, so it all works out in the end. Happy, happy ending. Happy Christmas, everyone. Uh, my very specific thing, quickly, is... Didn't you do it? I Haven't did. Haven't we been doing this for like oh my God. minutes? I did. I started to, and then you said, no, what's your favorite character? Oh. Remember? Michael, can I get a specific thing from you real quick? Thank you. Yeah, one of the characters is going to ride a skateboard. Always. Wherever they go, through every Stargate on every planet. Oh, that just reminded me of, what was that Disney cartoon? Gummy Bears. Rocket. Oh, it's not Disney. Is it Disney? I thought it was Nickelodeon. Rocket Power? Oh, maybe it was Nickelodeon. I never watched it. It's it's after my time. It was pretty good. I'm pretty sure it was after my time, though, but I remember enjoying it. You were still like, but I love this fucking show. I mean, I guess I watched SpongeBob after my time, so what do I got? What do I got to say? Still don't know much about SpongeBob. Don't think I've watched an entire episode of SpongeBob. Fun fact, for my 16th birthday, I had a surprise party that my aunt threw where she put me on a um, boat that went into the city. (laughs) Okay. But for some Boats reason, should never go into the city. But for some reason, all of the participants in said surprise party had SpongeBob <laughs> party hats on because my aunt decided that I like SpongeBob. And that's the day you decided you would never like SpongeBob. Michael, let's watch this show. Okay, Morgan, uh, just really, really, really quickly, just taking us right into the into the the whatever we do after it's a this. new millennia uh give us a little a few bars from this theme song take us away stargate infinity circle stargate don't be a jerkle <laughs> what, what is it called with circle <laughs> jerkle, infinity clearly. is your stargate infinity yeah this well, ain't your mama's stargate <laughs> infinity all right we'll be right back bye A new discovery that could change the course of the future. 
A new enemy that threatens the peace and freedom of countless worlds. And a new team of young heroes that's the only hope for a universe teetering on the brink of destruction. Stargate Infinity, an all-new episode, next Saturday. And... Is that the theme song from Stargate? That was kind of the interstitial music. Mm. The theme song was too good for me to try and replicate. I won't. The theme song was great, except like, where the hell did that come from? It's like straight out of the 80s. Like, it's like a power anthem song i don't know why you're being so rude right now i it's uh, i have nothing negative to say about this theme song it you was, said except uh, where the hell did that come from we don't question it we just embrace it it just doesn't fit the show like it feels like they found an old unused theme song from an awesome 80s t- cartoon and we're like i guess put it on this 2002 show wow right up top you're alluding <laughs> to the fact that this is not awesome i'm just saying it's not an 80s cartoon it's not it is very much not it's got that really shitty thing that they started oh, doing in God. the uh, 2000s where the backgrounds would be rendered in 3d space and then the mm-hmm, cartoons mm-hmm. would still be regular animation uh and i guess it probably looked like cutting edge at the time but looking back it looks it's shitty really guys, bad guys it's really not good uh so we start off do you are you ready to start off we'll start off let's start off we start we off start with off? a cold open mm-hmm. of two of our characters driving recklessly away Michael, from quickly fire. what are their names laser. their names are laser and fire we don't know because <laughs> because I, no. If you if I hadn't seen that this episode was called season one episode one decision, I would have absolutely no idea that this was the first episode of this they show. They don't do anything to set up these characters. So, we have no backstory. We have no defining con- characteristics for any of these people. It is baffling. Like first of all. The children that are being expected to watch this show better be boning the fuck up on their Stargate history because they don't even explain what a Stargate is, how it works, what it does. They should not be boning in any other capacity, though. Just (laughs) brushing up, if you will, on the history of the Stargate universe. It depends on what they're brushing up on. Oh, boy. Yeah, you made a good point. I forgot that this was based in some Egyptian lore. Yeah, we totally forgot that part, which is a huge part of the movie it's even on the cover the pyramids it's even in the tv show starring one macgyver i don't remember very much about the movie because i didn't like it that much i thought it was kind of okay but uh yeah it has something to do with egypt like the egyptians figured out how to travel through space but we can't the ancient ones i think they're alluding to the fact that the ancient ones visited the the egyptians yeah they're the ones who are responsible for the pyramids and they left behind a stargate there right. and that's a that's like a real conspiracy theory not it's not like a real thing it's like a real conspiracy theory people think like aliens visited oh, aliens because the... no human could build the pyramids michael well and they have like crazy shit in their hieroglyphics and stuff that's like how do they know that uh but anyway so it has something to do with that they don't explain it on this show i'm taking this show this show for children should be able to be watched and understood by an adult without having any prior uh, knowledge. Yeah, it really just speaks to, hey kids, your parents have watched this film and you've been forced to watch it with them. 
I don't. And you thought this would be cooler, but only if it was in 2D. I just so don't here under- it is. understand the rationality of making this show in any capacity. I don't. I imagine that the I do the Stargate TV show was doing well. SG One must have already been out at this time, probably because uh, the movie's from like 1994 or something. So like that wouldn't be recent enough for kids to care about. But I also don't see kids watching Stargate because it's like. No kind of not a kid's thing it's more like star trek where you're like it's a lot of like high concept sci-fi stuff not like a lot of shooting guns and stuff i don't think yeah i could see this working better if they were doing it like more of a an adventure kind of yeah the first half of this show is like the bureaucracy of how stargate operations yeah and there's like and there's also like a there's a like a cadet or like what is the what is that called Oh, like the training program? Yeah. That I guess they're a part of. Let's let's get back before we jump into the everything. So we start with the cold open. Mm-hmm. There's two there's two people, man and a woman, driving a car thing, a car vehicle of some sort, somewhere. It looks like another planet, uh, and are being fired upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the whole cold open. But then when we come back to the cold open after the pretty bitchin' theme song, uh, then they're like turn right turn left and he's like i don't know which way to go there's a broken bridge or the other way will fly to our deaths and then i guess the teacher comes somebody comes and is like hey you the number one rule is no no not making decisions you gotta make a decision you might not know that it's gonna be the right one but you just gotta make it and have good faith in it which is which what is, is what is the le- what is the lesson here what are we and, trying to teach bizarre message for this tv show to be giving which the whole episode is about which is like listen if you don't know what decision to make just make one and fucking stick to it blind faith hey you know what any decision is better than no decision even if you plummet to your death at least you didn't hesitate you just went for it at least you were in control you made the decision you killed yourself um you didn't let indecision kill you which is way worse that's not what patriots do this so, is a very like true like post 9-11 kind of vibe to it mm. anyway so we have several young people but wait Go ahead. sorry how does that resolve were they training yeah it was a training course that's what they said it was like imaginary it was yeah, like because echo the alien was like hey nobody on their first time on that course passes like you you're in the top percentile because right but were they it was just like a computer simulation or did they really go to another place no i think it, i don't think it was computer simulation i think okay. it was a simulation on that planet oh they go to a different planet or is that the planet I they're think it's on? on the planet that they're on okay i didn't follow a lot of this oh uh, okay <laughs> okay yeah so, so they have like a robot man or is no, he an alien I think he's an alien his name is echo he's the only person that had a distinct enough personality and i could actually catch his name you don't remember seattle the girl no. with the tattoo on her face? They All the women have tattoos on their faces. Well, the one that doesn't have a shaved sides of her head. She has long black hair. She's the one she's, who kept being like, oh, oh. <laughs> she's the it's scientist. Very un- They're all scientists. What are you talking about? The one who was she's opening the one, up the sarcophagus? Yes. Okay, because there's the other girl with long dark hair who has a tattoo on her face who is the empath. That's the same one. No, one had darker skin and then the other one had lighter skin. One of them has a shaved head with blue hair 
and she no, has... that's the niece of the guy. <laughs> right? No, the niece of the guy is the girl with pink hair and a shaved side head, and she has and she has pierced ears like all Listen, around her ears. Guys, they were trying to go to make everyone look <laughs> distinct, but it just made them homogenized, and it makes me very angry. Was there more than one guy? No. Okay. It was just the one guy that was like, hey, I'm the guy. And I'm the ginger. I'm, I'm hitting on all the ladies and they're not feeling it at all. But he talks like that. Um, okay. So the our, made, our, our leader guy, Major Boner. That's not his name. <laughs> was he or was he not voiced by Terry Quinn? I don't know. Was he? I, I don't, don't think know. so. He sounded like Terry Quinn to me. Terry O'Quinn? Whatever. Uh, no, it was Terry, Terry Quinn. It's the knockoff is it just is it the korean knockoff is it just because he's a bald man in the in the show no because he sounds like he has authority which is like that guy from lost the show i only saw one episode of but he just looked like like professor x basically with a scar on his eye but like hella buff though it was like if um what's his name i don't know bronson yeah (laughs) we'll go tom hardy it was like tom hardy eight professor x Mm -hmm. and then that's and then they became each other yeah they that would be a better show than this i would watch that anyway guys can we just get through this because i could i can't even really tell you what happened there's really not that much plot okay so this guy is on he's getting court-martialed this is the very first thing that happens in the episode there's a military man very first okay what's the very first plot part except for the training cold open uh he's getting court-martialed for sending people into battle to get massacred basically and they go to the cop cam this is a children's show by the way they go yeah they have which did they have that at the time did they they guess that i don't know when um cop cams cop cams on their visors they have things that record everything so Mm -hmm. they can just look at it and see like see we know you did it hey you really fucked up here and he's like but i didn't do it it wasn't like but it's super your voice and so, yeah, it's very incriminating. So they're like, you're... But, but here's the deal. So he's court-martialed, and he's found guilty. Yeah, but they're like, but you are such an awesome hero that of this country and, and America. And such a white man pass. That there's nothing to do with America. It's in space. Um, and they're like, you're so awesome that we're not going to like make you... Basically, I think it's sort of like bail. Like, you don't, you don't have to go to jail yet until your sentencing sentencing comes through but like you're basically gonna be going to jail but you until then you're free to roam around the space station or wherever the fuck this place is anyway then there's an awesome scene where there is a mummy and they find a they find what looks like king tut yeah a sarcophagus they open it up and there's a mummy within but it's not it's not a mummy it's actually a statue wrapped in mummy wrapping. And inside of the statue is a chest burster, which basically just is. It's it's basically like uh, they, they see something moving inside of it and it looks like a chest burster. And I was like, oh, that'd be awesome. And then they cut it open and an, an and alien busts out. Bursts through the chest hole but it, area. But instead of looking like a chest burster, it looks like a xenomorph, uh, you know, like a head of a xenomorph it looks like a caterpillar um but it's pretty gross and cool looking uh and then it comes out and they're like kill it and then the the one woman is like don't kill it let's be friends with it and then when she says that it's like yeah let's be friends but it doesn't talk and then the other she's people, an empath and then the other people put up a... does she not have long dark hair with a tattoo on her face 
Yeah, it's the same. I think it's the same character. It is not the same character as the doctor lady. The lady who opens up the sarcophagus is not the same lady who is the empath with the caterpillar. Okay. I believe you. I just didn't even differentiate that there was more than one person. Yeah. So there's... So there's four ladies. There's four. Who's the fourth one? I told you there's the girl with the blue, short blue hair. There's a girl with the pink hair and the shaved side head. Then there's the empath and the scientist. You're right. It's four ladies. Okay. If the empath and the scientist are in fact not the same. They are. We're going to go back to the tape. Okay. We're going to see. Okay. I I believe you. There just isn't enough. But this empath lady is just like every time they cut to her, this is her one characteristic. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Sorry, I'm getting a feeling. I'm getting a feeling. Oh, space caterpillar is scared. Oh. It's like, this is very, very inappropriate. If my mother walked in while this lady was ooing and aahing, I didn't notice it. So much trouble. But Jesus is watching. That happens. And then we find out, oh, there's also this guy that's absolutely very super clearly yeah, the bad guy. his name's Dr. Grimes. And he's like, no! Yeah. Every time we cut to him, he's like, me. Mm. And then it plays like, dun, 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 dun. And this character is actually pretty cool. So we learn that, that he's the one who's behind the setup of the other guy. Because yeah. he's a shapeshifter. But how he, t- how he changes into different shapes is he rips off his skin and turns into pink goo. He turns into Pepto-Bismol. And that was pretty cool. And then he yeah, turns- but there were, that did take a while. Him ripping off of his like Mr. Smithers' skin mm-hmm. took a long time. Why Mr. Smithers? He's an old white man. Hey, Mr. Smithers is not old white man. That's Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns, <laughs> guys, I'm new to Simpsons. <laughs> I'm doing Simpsons for the first time, checking it out. Okay, so he turns into oh, a major boy. boner, and he—he's not boner. What is his last name? Bonner, Major Bonner, Bonner. Jeez, Gus God. Bonner. And he talks like this. He talks like, um, what's his name? No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. What's, uh... He talks like this. What's the, uh... He's, like, a famous character actor who died just recently. He's, like, major... What's his name? I got nothing. I don't know who you're talking about. I can't even name a single movie or TV show that he's in. He's, like, a really famous character actor for being, like, a southern, like, drill sergeant. Oh, Arlie Ermey. Yeah, that guy. From Full Metal Jacket. There you go. Yeah. That's who he sounds like. I don't think he sounds like him, but okay. Uh, Holy shit. Morgan just hit the microphone. Out of anger. Mm -hmm. So he turns into Major Bonner and is like, now I'm going to trick everybody into thinking. (laughs) Hey, Michael. (laughs) It sounds like Major Boner. Right? Uh, I'm going to trick everybody. And then he goes and he's like, tricks them into thinking that he's Major Bonner. And he's like, I'm going to get revenge on the... Stargate Academy fleet people because I hate them now that they charged me with murder. And then the people, his, his, like, I guess his cadets are like, what, 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 what? that doesn't sound like major Bonner. Don't do it. And then he shoots them with stun guns and they become unconscious. And then he changes into one of the people that he stuns. The redheaded lady. Is this a, a fifth lady? No, this is the fourth woman. Which one is she? She's none the, of the people that, lady. None of the people that I said had red hair. Well, pink. She's, She's the, the pink-haired. Pink okay. But it's kind of like a pink-red. Okay. It's more red than pink. Mm. 
anyway so he opens up the scar stargate and then these lizard creatures come through they're called the scarlax they're lizard creatures the, i don't know they got lizard they tails. look like the gargoyles from the gargoyles tv show yeah but they have lizard tails okay. they have like dino they walk like dinosaurs dino goyles they walk like dinosaurs like a uh, um uh sinclair mm-hmm. from dinosaurs that's mm-hmm. how they walk so the Dinogoyles, they are like, we need to get that creature, creature that came. We don't know why. The chest. By the way, we don't learn why they need this creature. Oh, we don't know anything. We don't know why Dr. Grimes, Pepto-Bismol man, is working with these Dinogoyles. This is not explained. We don't know anything. We know absolutely nothing about what's going we on. We just know that there's some shape-shifting going on and that we really like Major Boner and we don't want him to yeah. be in trouble for something. He's that a good he guy do. and he didn't do it. He he's innocent. So then there's a lot of pew pew pew. I a whole following. shit ton. Out of nowhere. Like so this whole show up until this point which is probably like what like 15 minutes into the show. They're like just talking around bullshitting being super boring and then they're just it's just just for like five minutes straight laser blasts just like people jumping things exploding people with no context just people jumping around shooting laser guns at each other i had no idea what was happening just lots of lasers and people keep getting hit and i'm like oh shit did that person die yeah but they're getting stunned of course they don't it's a television it's a television it's a child's television show (laughs) as the the french would say Un petit television. <laughs> oh, home alone, guys. <laughs> You're what the French in, call les incompetents. Um, so that happens, and I don't know. There's another scene where he's talking about all the planets that he's been to through the Stargate. Yeah, because he's sad because he's going to get in trouble and he really likes traveling through the Stargate. It's like, man, there's been so many good times out on the Stargates. Holy shit. Still not, ex- still not explaining what, how it works, what it does, anything. I mean, we know it takes him to different planets. And I guess they can kind of control it because he says he always comes back. So it's not like sliders. No, yeah, you because you set coordinates. That's why the but, the ring goes around. I know, but they know how to read that ring and and which planet to pick. I assume so because that's why somebody was opening up the the iris. They they like know to pump punch in different coordinates. Okay, so there's no mist. They just that's how the dinosaurs come they in because they set he sets the coordinates to let that specific gate open. Okay, so there's got to be a gate on both sides for yes. it to work. Yes, okay. the ancient they ones. Don't, they don't explain up, any of this. Well, that we know from the television show starring MacGyver. There are gates everywhere on all the different planets. Okay. And then one gate opens into another gate if you have a, a secret passcode. Yeah. You gotta. You both have to be on the same Wi-Fi. Right. Yeah. And it's got to be password protected. You got to you got to protect that shit with a password. God, guys, and one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine. Not gonna do <laughs> Although it. Although that might trick people because you did forget a number. And <laughs> <laughs> D's nuts. Not gonna work, guys. Everyone's going to guess it. Anyway, uh, what, what, what number did I skip? Seven. <laughs> I skipped seven. <laughs> one, two, three, four, seven. <laughs> and then. I, the bad guys steal the thing, I guess. Yeah, they take it because the lady, uh, that one, the same lady goes, oh, oh. oh I can feel it. She's I can like, feel I, it in my bones. I was thinking about that creature and now, oh, I can feel myself going down a corridor. 
oh why why do you need to make those noises <laughs> the creature's not it's not like she's feeling pain from the creature the creature is just being transported i, I think you're over no let's go to the it. tape go to the tape right now okay go to the tape uh, 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 uh. Uh, what's wrong I was thinking about the alien in the lab. Okay, let's get back on track. Morgan, okay. actually, you know what? It's time for a super deeper mega I'll segment. I'll have what she's having. Morgan, this is a segment that we like to call uh, Mike makes up a random thing in the middle of the show for Morgan to answer. And today's specialty... I have some notes, but go on. ...is if you uh-huh. had a Stargate, yeah. what imaginary planet would you visit and what would you take back from there what would you steal from the planet and you better not say oil because we already talked about why that's bad but what if the aliens don't need it michael that's true what if it's like poison to them and you're just helping them yeah okay that's a good call so i'm taking oil back from that planet the planet texaco (laughs) where would what what planet would you go to i would go to planet Hollywood. No, I would not do that. Not in a million years because I value my dollar and my body. And I would go to the planet where, oh boy, where would I go? What would I do? A planet of all dinosaurs? No, no, no. A planet full of fire and flames. I would go to a planet that where calories don't count. That would so be good. That would be, be awesome. It would be the buffet you can, planet. You can only visit. You have to come back. Yeah. But the calories, it's like Vegas. What happens on the buffet <laughs> planet stays on the buffet planet. So that would be come awesome. Back heavier. So, and then, but um, all the delicious foods are just naturally occurring resources. So you go to like the ramen spring or. Of all things, the ramen. You would click. You would, Ice cream falls. You would, um, you know, go to the orchard and um, pick eclairs off the trees, the eclair trees, um, things of this nature. So that's what I would do, Michael. Michael, what would you bring back? You have to bring back something too. I can't bring it back. <laughs> you can't bring back the food. I can't talk about it either. Okay, Michael, what planet would you visit? Uh, and what would you bring back? I would visit the planet of cats it's the whole planet of cats there is a planet in lore that's where pl- cats are from and it's called <laughs> there is a planet where are we going <laughs> uh continue talking because i'm gonna look it up because that is a thing um well that's where i would go and i would go and i would hang out with all the cats and i would bring yarn and cat wands and Oh, I'm sorry. Our cat is actually trying to sleep. So if we could keep it down, that would be great. He's currently covering his eyes with his paws. So I'm going to have to cut this one short because he's he's giving me the signal. He's giving me the signal to wrap it up for the segment. Did you get it? Did you get the planet? The P no, word planet? But there is a TV show called Cat Planet. That is an <sighs> anime. Oh, it's an anime. Mm-hmm. It's probably like a lot of sex stuff. Sex cats. Is it actually called sex cats? My mom talks about it all the time, and now I can't think of what it's called. <laughs> all like, literally the time. all the time. You cannot shut her up about this planet. It starts like, per, per, it's not Persephone, but it's like something like that. 
I believe Persepolis. Continue. (laughs) Persepolis. Okay, let's wrap up this episode. How does it end? They chase the dino goyles into... No, they go into the Stargate, and the Stargate people don't know where they went. Is that right? Yeah. And he's like, let's just go to this cool planet that I already know the coordinates of. Right? Yeah, but then he, um, he like, sets a, like, little blow up e device on the stargate that on that specific planet stargate so that way the dino goils can't follow them got it and then they're like where do we go from here and then they enter some random other stargate is that what happens well we don't know because it just ends abruptly well it ends with them being like just make a decision blindly and go for it and then he does and then that's the end of the episode right As I said, I didn't follow a lot of the plot in this because it was not super well told or written or good. Morgan has completely lost her her. I'm focus. really upset that I can't figure out what the fuck this thing is called. I'm just going to text. We're going to text Susie. Michael, continue. Oh, my God. I'm not going to continue if you're not paying attention. Please do. No. Please do. No. Okay, we're going to text Susie right now. I don't have my mom's name saved. I just have her number. I don't have her name saved as the number. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mama. What is the name of the planet cats come from? <laughs> they come from there? It's come from. Because my mom... Oh, Jesus. Is it planet cat vagina? It's Pussy Falls. Uh, cats come from... Because my mom jokes that this is where she's from. So we're going to stand by Oh, that. my God. Susie K is going to get back to this us. This will be the button at the end of the episode if you, if you want to find out what the name of that particular planet is. Michael, would you watch another episode? That is not. That is not how this show works. All right. Is that it? Is that the whole, the yeah, entirety of the show? Was there anything else that even happened that we um, forgot about? Lasers. We talked about that. Uh, the major boner makes a Western joke that doesn't land and goes. They have a couple of jokes that they draw so much attention to. And yeah, that one is is crazy. He says, all right, let's head him off at the pass. And then literally the entire soundtrack of the show drops out. It drops out. And then but we we like artistically go to a wide shot. We cut to a wide and shot. An even wider shot. Like, ah, huh? Like he's getting no reaction. And then it cuts back into a close up. And then he says, oh, I guess you guys don't know about the old Westerns. It's a phrase they used to say. And then, like, still fucking nothing. And I guess it's supposed to be hold for audience laughter, but there is none coming this way. We are not laughing, show Stargate Infinity. Because it's not good writing. And then there was another... Because it was not a joke. There was another joke in there that they paused like that for, where it was supposed to be like, get it? It's funny because it's not funny, but it's like, it's not funny because it's not funny. If that makes sense. No, so, nothing else happens. All right. Uh, as much as we love to make fun of bad TV shows, we always try to find something that we genuinely, unironically enjoyed. And that's why we have Say Something Nice. Right, Morgan, what is something nice that you can say about Stargate Infinity? Um, I just realized 
the irony of the show's title. It was only on for one season. It was canceled immediately. Uh, Infinity. Not so much, guys. Cut to the white shot, and then the even wider <laughs> shot, and then like a crane wide shot. Okay, Morgan, sorry. What is something nice you can say about this show? I would like to say that this show does have the nice element of oh boy this is difficult can it be the potential of what it could could have done it could be literally anything as long as you say it i liked echo okay the i dolphin, liked the sure just kidding that's from sega genesis echo the alien man darwin he's the dolphin from he's from sequest sequest uh he's did we even talk about what he is he's like just a big green he's a big green looks guy like a robot. He, he looks really cool and he has like just he has like a reflective and surface he, on his face He he's kind of the like uh data character yeah so that was fun where he's just very direct and clearly humor is not his thing right my turn your turn uh there were a couple of cool scenes in this that worked uh, like I said, the exploding chest burster scene was pretty cool. If there had been more moments like that and the part where the guy rips his skin off, uh, I don't understand why this would be marketed to kids. It's obviously trying to be a kid's show, but nothing about it really says no. kids would enjoy this. Um, I think you could make a cool show. It kind of makes me want to watch Stargate SG-1 because I think like if this was made written for adults and done better, that it could be a cool show. It's a cool idea. And live action. And live action and starring MacGyver, then that seems like that could work. Yeah, I don't know. There were some there were some parts that weren't so bad, and the theme song is awesome, and I'm sure I put it in the episode somewhere. Would you watch another episode? No, it's so boring. Michael, would you? No, but it's far from the worst that we've watched. Like this, no. I would watch this. I'd watch this way over a lot of other things. Like I don't really have any, any interest in watching it, but I wouldn't be necessarily opposed to watching more if, for some reason, that ever was there was a reason for that. Uh, it was not painful. I I thought this it flew by pretty quick, and it was enjoyable enough. As far as shows we watch on this show are concerned. Um, cut the shit, Morgan. What uh, What do you got to re- recommend this week? What's something nice, good that you like? Hey, guys. It's me, Morgan. Back for the yearly reminder that award season is coming up. So it's the time of year <laughs> where... Every year we remind you of that. It's the time of year where you got to catch up on all the movies from the previous year that would be counted during the award season. Or not. So today I'd like to bring to your attention a little film uh, that was adapted by and directed by Taika Watiti called Jojo Rabbit. We just watched it yesterday and it is very, very good. I'm not going to tell you much more about it because I went into the theater knowing that it was just directed by Taika Watiti and that I had a child in it and then that was it. So if that's all you know about it, I think it's fine for you to go to the theater with just that. What about what about people who don't know who Taika Waititi is? Taika Waititi is a national treasure to the great nation of New Zealand. He ran with the Flight of the Concords guys. Um, and in fact, I think he wrote and directed on that show. Um, but in recent years, he wrote a great film called uh, Hunt for the Wonder 
wilder people let's mm-hmm. see if i can talk and then really started to take off when he directed a little tiny indie film called thor ragnarok correct um he uh, is and oh and if you enjoyed what we do in the shadows he's the main vampire he also wrote and directed that film yep uh so if you like those things check this out like and you this. also like wes anderson movies <laughs> yeah because there's a lot of wes anderson influence on it but it's very very good not a knock i like the movie too very much it's very good um i'm going to recommend i'm going to recommend something else but i will say that we also watched the movie parasite and uh by uh bong jun ho ho bong jun ho and uh it was very good it's like the best reviewed movie of the year Mm -hmm. you've probably heard about it everybody's Uh, talking about it but i concur with general consensus very good i'm going to recommend something that uh i've been into the past couple weeks and morgan has just gotten into today or in the last 24 hours anyway. Since 2.30 this morning. And that is the Vigigame Stardew Valley. Um, very difficult to explain why this game is fun. Um, it basically is like mundane activities, but uh, strung together uh, in a fun way. And it's a farming type game. I guess it's similar to games like uh, Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing, though I have never played those games because I thought they looked very boring. Um, but this one was recommended by uh, Griffin McElroy of the My He's Brother Not Brother Well Brother Known. It's a small podcast. And, you know, I just do whatever Griffin says. So I bought this game and I started playing it and it's super duper fun. Uh, if you like uh, sim strategy type games, and it's done in the style of 16-bit Super Nintendo. Uh, so if you have that nostalgia for those types of games, even better. Um, and also, third recommendation, side recommendation off of Stardew Valley, Morgan won a Nintendo Switch from uh, my work Christmas party, and this thing is freaking rad, dude. Like, it's my favorite system that we've had in a long time. I like it better than the PS4. I like it better than the Wii U. Uh, we don't play a ton of video games, but I mean, Morgan even less than I do, but the Switch is pretty cool. Uh, so pick one up today. Nintendo recommends. Oh, and by the way, Nintendo, we will take money from you. We're not above it. Yeah. If you want to sponsor our podcast, that would be amazing. It would be really weird since we're not gamers, but you never know. All right, Morgan, you got anything else to say this week? I like Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. We do. <laughs> Um, just in case you were wondering, no, my mom has not responded. I don't know what the planet is, the mythical planet that cats supposedly come from. Guess what? Just look it up on the internet. You can find it. Figure yeah, it out. But Tweet don't, at us and let us know. But the- don't look up cat planet or mythical planet cats come from or folklore cat planet because none of them are getting the hit that I want. Got that? Don't search for those, but do tweet at us and let us know what the cat planet is or, you know, if you just want to make a joke about what a cat planet might be called. All right, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. You can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like to watch, like us to watch. If you want to watch a show, you can do it all by yourself. You don't have to tweet at us at all. And we we really encourage that. You know, new decade, new you. <laughs> don't have to ask permission from us to watch um, TV shows. Not anymore. You Not did anymore. before. You did. Yeah, we're, we're just embarking in a new chapter. Or if you just want to say hi, hit us up. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at Bad Reception Pod dot com we are proud members of pod pod fix <laughs> the, the cat is in the way 
Podfix, the Podfix Network. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. That's right, podfixnetwork.com is live again. So you can use that link or podfixnetwork.wordpress.com. That will work as well. Like I said before, network's getting totally revamped. We've got all kinds of crazy awesome stuff coming for you in the new year, in 2020. Holy shit, we're going to be in the year 2020. Uh, this is, if you're listening to this on the on release day, or hopefully release day, if I get it up in time, uh, last day of 2019, uh, have fun out there, guys, celebrate the New Year's, drink the, drink your alcohols and, and shoot your fireworks, but probably not in that order. And Yeah, uh, guys, can we do the shooting of the fireworks sober? Let's go into this new decade with all of our digits intact. And uh, safe travels. Don't get stuck in 12 hours of traffic like just, Morgan you know and what? I. Just stay home. You know what? New decade. Just say yes to staying in more. Lock your door. Stay inside. Watch TV shows by yourself. Or open the <laughs> Play door. Play Stardew Valley. Get on the floor. Everybody. Everybody do the dino goyle. You should walk the dinosaur. Is it walk or do? Walk. Walk the dino goyle. Walk the dino goyle. This is Mike signing off. <laughs> what's the what's our thing i've i've i'm mike i've been michael and i've been morgan and that's the end of the podcast bye kids was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.